You know, we have a golfer that's, that's right, yeah. on hold that's right, right now. A guy who's going to play at Shinnecock Hills next week, the U.S. Open. Joining us on the Star Study, Beacon Plumbing Hotline. You know what? Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. Uh, right now, Chris Babic, uh, Babcock, former UW golfer, the pride of Shorewood High School, joins us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Uh, Chris, you probably you're a, you're a Northwest kid. You're a Seattle guy. You've played the Green Lake uh, pitch and putt. If you get a hole in one in at uh, Green Lake, does that count? Uh, I'm gonna say yeah, it counts as oh. long as it's uh, as long as it's not putt putt golf. It counts. Yeah, well, it's, it's a small little. Yeah, what's every what's the longest hole there? Seventy yards. That's it. Hey, it's still a hole. Let yeah. me take it one step further, Chris. If I wanted to join you next week out at Shinnecock, which is such a gorgeous place, could I go qualify at the Green Lake Pitch and Putt? Do, 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 do they have that set up for me? Uh, you know, I'm not sure the USGA doesn't qualify or green like, but you know, it could be in the works in the future. Who knows? Uh, Chris Babcock, a former UW golf from 2012-2016, the pride of Shorewood High School. Eventually, he will tell us also the five best things that come out of Shoreline, because uh, he's from Shoreline as well. Uh, qualified to the Portland Golf Club with a 68-65, currently on the PGA's McKenzie Tour uh, there in Canada. So he will be playing uh, next week, U.S. Open, Shinnecock Hills uh, there in uh, New York. Congratulations on that, Chris. That's just got to be a thrill for you. Yeah, thank you. It, uh, it certainly is a thrill. I can't lie to you. You know, it's... Uh... One of those things that when it happens, it's uh, a little surprising because it's a big deal, but, you know, really looking forward to it. And and kind of a, a potential blowtorch for what you're hoping becomes a really great, and what we're hoping becomes a really great, lucrative career for you. I mean, you need whatever that first break is going to be, and, and this feels like this is it for you. Definitely. It definitely could be. Um, I think just mentally even qualifying uh, erases doubts of, you know, any uh, any doubts that I have that I can you know play with those guys just to do it is a, is a big deal for me. Chris, take take us through the the entire process for people who don't understand how how grueling this can be, especially for for someone like yourself who you know this isn't um, this isn't Adam Scott or somebody else who's a PGA Tour player who's had their card for years having to really show up at one event and then you know finish in the top what is it you know three or four and then they can get an invitation to the US Open you've got to go through a series of, of, of these things uh, to qualify for the US Open take take us through the entire process that you had to go through to qualify for the US Open next week yeah you know it starts at a local qualifier every year uh, for most guys there are certain criteria that can exempt you into the sectional qualifier um, but typically it starts at a local which it did for me um, that was at Riverside Golf Club sort of on the east side of Portland um, so started there shot a nice little I believe it was 68 or 4 under whatever it is um, and that was good enough to, to win that um, local qualifier so that was uh, definitely a confidence booster and then I had a couple weeks off in between where I was up in Canada doing some stuff and uh, then I went down to Portland where you know it's 36 holes in one day and and you know the course is set up tough and they, they trick up the pins a little bit and you know you just gotta grind it out for 36 and uh, you know the first hole is just as important as the 36th hole so you just gotta mentally uh, just put your head down and grind is it is it a plus or a minus in that scenario and this reminds me of the stories you hear about q school john feinstein wrote such a great book about that that when guys are in this position where you're trying to qualify for the u.s open or you're trying to keep your card through get your card through q school that 
you, it's completely opposite of what you'll see at the U.S. Open. You're out there. Did you have anybody with you? I mean, besides you know somebody on the bag, I and mean, was there anybody following you around to, to lend a little moral support, or were you kind of by yourself out there on the course? You know, for the most part in those qualifiers, you are by yourself. Um, so it is a little bit of a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I had a great caddy, Gretchen Johnson, who is a gal who's played some fantastic golf and knows that course really well. Um, was actually put in touch with her with a, from a member at Sahali Golf Club. That's where I play. Um, ben Garrett put us in touch. So I was able to, uh, you know, piggyback off some of her course knowledge and, but you know, besides that, you are out there on your own, and you know, you just gotta you gotta play golf, and you gotta play well. Again, uh, Chris Babcock is uh, joining us, former UW golfer uh, out of a Shoreline Shorewood High School. He's qualified uh, for the U.S. Open, sixty-eight, sixty-five, to, and uh, he will be playing at Shinnecock Hills uh, next week in New York. The, do you find out, or how aware are you, especially on that 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 final day at the uh, the Portland Golf Club, when you walk off eighteen? Do you know immediately that you've qualified? Uh, I had a pretty good idea that I did. After the morning round, um, I believe the number to get in was something like four under. Um, well, that was in the you know in contention, and I was at three under. So once I turned on my front nine of the second round at three under and got to six under total for the day, I knew that a good back nine was going to do it for me, um, and I was able to shoot a, a bogey three three under coming in. So once I was able to do that, I had a, I had a pretty good idea that I was there. Chris, what's the what the mental process for the people that play the game at your level and, and higher, the really talented people, versus the, the rest of us who, you know, I, I'll speak for myself, but I think a lot of golfers would relate to this. I'll go out, I'm, I'm an absolute hack golfer. I'll go out, and I might string together three pretty good holes. And the second I start thinking about stringing together three pretty good holes, you know, I come in with like a nine or a ten on the next one. <laughs> how do you how do you steal yourself to just really stay within one shot, one shot? Okay, one hole. Now on to the next, and, and not think about wow, I'm really playing well today. For everyone, you know, because there's a, it's all relative. You know, for you, a good three holes might be you know a five hole stretch for us, and that and that sixth hole is tougher. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all relative based on how good you are, but you know, there's no secret to it. You just have to do your best to, to take care of the task in front of you and, um, you know, maybe just let go of the results a little bit and, and just focus on, you know, what got you there in the first place. You know, when you made those first three good scores, you weren't, you weren't thinking about a streak, uh, during those three holes. So just kind of getting in that same you know, mind frame can be huge. And right. let's be honest, for us, Gas, it, it's, we, when we play golf, it involves drinking. And th- these guys aren't <laughs> drinking on the tour. And so what happens to us is like the first beer or two kind of loosens oh, yeah. you up, yeah. calms you down a little bit. By the time you make the turn, you're on beer eight, nine. Well, now you just can't hit the ball anymore. I've always thought, Chris, it would be more entertaining on the tour. Maybe you guys should check, uh, check it out on the McKenzie tour. To uh, you have a, a beer every other hole. Let's see what the scores look like, because then it would look more like us hacks on the weekends. Yeah, well, I think if you're looking for some of that action, you might have to check out some of the pro-ams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I think it would be entertaining as well, but I can tell you from experience, golf does uh, does not get easier the more beers you have, that's for no, sure. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. There's, I always say there's that brief moment, and it's brief, yes, you're right. where alcohol and ability yes. intersect and it's magic. And, and, and then it's great. And, and then, then it goes, goes away, just just that fast. You're chunking the ball, you're hitting you're all over the place. Yeah. Walk us through the next few days, Chris, and uh, who, who are you taking out with you to, to, to caddy for you? How do you set all this up? What's it going to be like as you get ready for this big trip? 
Uh, you know, it is pretty crazy. I can't lie to you. The turnaround is, is very fast, which is what I'm learning here, playing my first U.S. Open. Um, but I have a caddy set up at Shinnecock who's been there for a number of years. Eric Ryder, who is, uh, you know, knows the course very well, has already been caddying for some of the, the tour guys out there. So he's very experienced. And then I uh, basically just have my immediate family coming out to watch. Um, but it is tough. you got to, you know, schedule hotels and mm-hmm. – and, you know, the, the Shinnecock, I haven't been in the area, but I'm told it's, it's quite a ways away from JFK or LaGuardia or wherever we're flying in. So yeah. you know, it, the, it, the logistics and stuff. Yeah, it's an all-day drive to get out there, no doubt. How do you um, – yeah. how does that come about, um, Chris, in terms of the finding a caddy? Like, how do you how – you, you, you want, obviously, someone who has local knowledge of the course – because that helps instead of just taking, you know, your drinking buddy who's going to, you know, and one of your guys that were, were was a teammate at UW who, who wouldn't know the course, but you'd be comfortable with. You want someone that has, again, has some background of the course. How, how do you, how does that come about? How do you find that person that's going to be your caddy? Is it just word of mouth? You know, uh, that's actually kind of probably different for everybody. Um, obviously, you always have that dream scenario you talk about with your buddies, you know, oh, if you make the U.S. Open, right. you know, I'll caddy for you. But, uh, I think when you get there, it's a little more serious. And I was just fortunate to know some guys who have been around Shinnecock and have connections at the club who are able to uh, to put me in touch. But, you know, the thing about that is, you know, maybe other tour events would be advantageous to have a, a tour caddy who, you know, they come to the course every year. They know where the pins could be. But, you know, a U.S. Open where, you know, it's a Shinnecock, you know, the other tour guys haven't been playing there either. Right. So I think it just really pays to have a caddy that, that knows the course. And, and that's really all you're looking for at that point. And then what happens in the wake of this? Let's let's say you go out. Let's say you have a a, a real good U.S. Hill. Let's say you win it. Well, wait a minute. Let's back no, off. I'm telling you, if it be you awesome? win it, you got to come on every every week. Yeah, every Wednesday you're coming on with us if you pull off the. Yeah. But but what then will happen the rest of the summer in your mind? Have have you thought much further ahead, or do you want to just just get this done and then see? Um, you know, I'm just kind of worried about my first tee shot on Thursday right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, if that, if that gets airborne, we'll be happy. Um, you sound like me. Yeah, how nervous? I mean, how much are you? And I don't want to make you more nervous. I would be, I'd be wetting myself on that yeah. first tee. It would be out of control how nervous I would be. How I get nervous when I go play Jefferson. Yeah. Right. And there's, there's some yeah. guy behind me looking at me swinging. I right. couldn't. I mean, have you? You obviously have already thought about that that first swing, and you probably you can't realize at this moment how nervous uh, that you will be. But but you kind of just said it right there. I just want to get the thing in the air. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's definitely uh, an element of uh, relaxation there. You kind of just got to trust uh, your preparation, and you know, there's no secret that I'm going to be nervous. I don't think I'm going to hide that at all. Um, but I think you know, personally, I play better when I'm a little nervous. So. Uh, I think the idea is just to embrace it and, you know, as, as cool as those guys are on TV, you know, I know for a fact they're going to be nervous too. So, uh, you know, it's not, it's not, def- it's definitely not shameful to be nervous. I guess, and, and I think a, a nice shoreline Bloody Mary might uh, take the edge <laughs> off. That's what he did. Would you stop it? This poor guy. <laughs> he doesn't need this. What, uh, what's the yeah. biggest, what's the biggest crowd you've played in front of, Chris? Uh, um, that's a tough question. Probably at NCAA is my sophomore year yeah. um, on that first tee when I hit that tee ball. Yeah, it was right next to the clubhouse. There was a good couple hundred people there. That was uh, that was quite a bit for me. I've always wondered this, and I guess uh, uh, Chris Babcock with us, former UW golfer, is qualified for the U.S. Open uh, next week at Shinnecock Hills there in New York. He's out of Shorewood High School in Shoreline. I've always wondered this because it's we are not blessed with the greatest weather year round here, but I. 
for I mean, you could go in December. I could go to a golf course in December, and I'm it may not be packed, and the weather's terrible. But there are people that are grinding through 45 degrees, raining, and they're out there playing golf. I'm amazed how popular the sport is here, and then especially when the weather turns, it's gorgeous. There are so many golf enthusiasts out here in the Pacific Northwest. My question, though, is about the UW golf team. I'm always amazed how good you guys are at golf when the weather isn't good here. But you guys, and you know, I know Matt Thurman's moved on, but you guys have had an unbelievable and did have an unbelievable run. What was it? What was the secret about why that program has been so successful over the years? Uh, yeah, well, I think just like you said, you know, we really take pride on the fact that we do come from the Northwest. Um, that's something Therms is always stressing. You know, I think uh, I think because of that, we thrived on that, and we thrived on on tough situations. And uh, you know, a lot of times when you do go over to the East Coast or places like that when it rains, it's a little um, unreasonable to play. It's not quite like that here. So, um, you know, you just gotta grit it out and and, and practice. You, you gotta do what you gotta do to get better. I think at, at some point when you when you want the championship bad enough, uh, we didn't get one, unfortunately. But you know that kind of stuff becomes irrelevant. You just, you just, you got to go do it. Chris, do you have uh, friends on the on the tour? Will you run into a couple of guys who either you've played with or played against in college, or somebody you maybe have gotten to know a little bit because you're you're in the sport? I mean, will there be someone with a little familiarity for you to to kind of help with the easing you into this this situation? Um, you know, I've met a few guys. Obviously, um, being in the Pac-12, I played with guys like. You know, John Rahm, and I played with Aaron Wise once. Um, and a couple of those guys, I wouldn't venture to say that we're friends, but, you know, I definitely know that some of my peers are out there, and that's comforting. Um, I'm not sure if any UW guys made the, the championship besides me. Um, so I'm not sure if I'll see them out there. But, you know, just to know that I have, you know, guys that are the same age as me and that I played college golf without there, you know, maybe I'll reconnect, but it's definitely a comforting feeling. That's, that's the other great thing too, about the, the Northwest and golf. You know, we, you know, one of our a guy, the guy that comes on after us, uh, Chris, Ian was talking yesterday about how great, and I know you're a big basketball fan. We're going to get into that in just a second is the, the amount of talent that comes out of the Northwest in terms of basketball. I mean, we just look, look at the NBA and, and throughout the years, guys that have played in the league, you also look at golf, and you look at guys from the Northwest, and then also UW who are in who are playing. A guy like CT Pan comes to mind now he, from UW. He's a great golfer. He's been on the tour, and he's been the time on tour that he's been there the last few years. He, you watch him, and on the week, he's kind of always there, and he's he's yeah. going to have that breakthrough win eventually. That's going to kind of springboard him. Kyle Stanley yeah. out of Gig Harbor was just in contention last week. He has won multiple times on the tour. Uh, Michael Putnam, uh, his younger brother, Andrew Putnam, guys out of Tacoma, Ryan Moore, uh, uh, Derek Barron also, also out of Tacoma. There's so much Andres Gonzalez. I mean, I could go on and on and on about the amount of talent that is in the Pacific Northwest. And it just goes back to earlier about the weather's not all that great around here. There's so much talent, though, uh, in this section of the country when it comes to golf. Absolutely. You know, I just think that anytime you, you see talent, you know, there, it's no secret. You always look at, if you trace it back, you know, there's always the hard work at some point that, that took place, where, you know, no matter how naturally talented they are. Um, and I think just the mentality you forge from, you know, having to go to the course when no one else is going or, you know, you come home from school and it's already kind of dark and yeah. maybe a little rainy, you still got to go put on the work. That attitude you build at that age, you know, I think it, it really transfers over when you do get, uh, you know, a little bit of a, 
easier circumstance, you still have that hard-nosed mentality that, you know, is bringing guys through and, and providing lots of success. Okay, we're going to get to hoops in just a second. Chris Babcock, former UW golfer, Shoreline uh, resident, or born there. and uh, Well, actually, you were born in Yakima, then uh, grew up in Shoreline, went to Shorewood High School. The uh, We're going to get to hoops in just a second. I know you're a huge Tiger Woods fan. You can look on Twitter, and you are tweeting about Tiger Woods constantly. We all love Tiger. I mean, like... <laughs> like I can't wait till he finally wins again because I mean that's all the, the only thing I pull for right now watching golf every weekend is is hopefully that he can that he can win again. Are you going to try and reach out to Tiger and see if you can jump on board? Uh, if you see the story, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna park his twenty million dollar yacht uh, just outside of Shinnecock, and that's where he's going to be staying all week. Um. You know, I'm definitely thrilled to be in the field with him, but I, you know, he's got enough problems on his hands. I think I'll let Tiger do Tiger. I think you should just go up to him and say, "Tiger, Tiger, hey, Chris, you know, Chris, you remember me? It's me, Chris. Chris how you just, doing? Just see, see how he reacts. You know, Andres Gonzalez down in Tacoma used to, when he got on tour, would tweet him like every day. Hey, hey, Tiger, I'm having a sandwich uh, down here in the clubhouse. If you want to stop on by and say hi, <laughs> I mean, I, think, I think it's a new Tiger, Chris. He, he might just say, "Why don't you come on board?" Don't you're not get out of that hotel. Come on board the the SS Tiger and stay for a weekend. I, you know what? He might be welcoming. You know, you got a point. Uh, you know, you miss all the shots you don't take, but yeah, that's true. You know, at the same time, you know, he's a ruthless competitor, so I don't yeah. want to give him any fuel to uh, you know bury me anymore if we do get paired together. Or all right, like all right. We, uh, uh, Gas and I are huge basketball fans. It sounds like you're a basketball fan as well. Who's your team? Who's your team and player? You know, I being from Seattle, unfortunately, I'm not one. So I just, I'm a big fan of LeBron. I just think what he's doing is is great, and I just think he's, uh, you know, just a good sports role model for uh, for kids growing up these days. You know, he the guy seems to go about a lot of things in the right way. Um, you know, and I just think he, he's a great guy, and I'd love to see him do well. Unfortunately, their opponent right now is maybe one of the better teams the NBA has ever seen. So it is what it is. But you know, I really like uh, for the guy to do well. Well, we're big fans of at Chris underscore Babs one on Twitter. We're going to be in your corner, man. It's going to be fun uh, to to see you get a chance to flex your muscle a yep. little bit out there, and uh, we'll we'll all be on board, man. You, you, if you're a little uptight, a little nervous, remember we're we're all out here. We're right in your corner, yep. man. You got us on your side, and, and we'll be drinking for you. Yeah, so, we'll have, so we'll have you the bloody marys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all right. All on now, now, but don't let it, don't leave. We're gonna we're gonna do a, a, some fun. Now, listen. Some of these questions we've been asked, you've been hard hitting, journalistic questions. Now we're gonna fire off five rapid questions to you. You have sixty okay. seconds to answer these. You need to answer them as fast as possible. Okay. Okay, you got it. All right. Here's question number one. Now, being a former UW golfer, of course, your home course is Washington National, correct? Correct. Now, be honest with me. You have to be honest. What's a better course, Washington National or Palouse Ridge? Washington National. Oh, okay. See, I no brainer. Oh, you're lying through your teeth. You're I know. one for one, Chris. Uh, best thing about Shoreline? Best thing about Shoreline, you know, the view. It's got a pretty good view, not going to lie. The beach is pretty nice. All right, you've already answered your favorite basketball player of all time. Golden State favored by four and a half tonight against Cleveland. Uh, if you were putting money on the game, who would you go with? Uh, Golden State minus four and a half, Cleveland plus four and a half. Uh, I'm going with Cleveland. I think LeBron's got a point to prove. Uh, Tiger Woods, your idol. If you met Tiger, if you meet Tiger Woods next week, uh, what would you say to him if you met him? 
Hi. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably be lost for words. <laughs> That's a good start. And the final, most important question you're ever going to be asked in your entire life, and be and be careful how you answer this. Do you put ketchup on a hot dog? Absolutely. Of course. Oh, boy. Ketchup on a hot dog. I there knew I is. loved Chris Babcock. I Chris. knew I was rooting for this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduce you to Chris Babcock, former UW golfer, the pride of Shorewood High School in Shoreline. He qualified uh, for the uh, U.S. Open next week at Shinnecock Hills there in New York. Chris, uh, best of luck to you next week. Have fun. Enjoy the experience. Uh, hit them straight, and uh, and we'll be rooting for you out here in Seattle. Okay. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, there he is, uh, Chris, Chris Babcock, uh, who will be uh, teeing it up next week with the pros. I always love this, and I love the U.S. Open because you said it earlier. Anyone can qualify for this.